What is going on, everyone? Welcome back to the Unsolicited Podcast with Sam and Jordan. Jordan, it has been a very eventful weekend for us. Um, how are you? How are you doing? How are you feeling? Um, I'm definitely, I've never experienced post-concert depression the way that I have this in the days following the Eras Tour. Mm-hmm. Um, as you can probably hear, me and Sam both of our voices are not yet a hundred percent. Um, but no, I, I'm feeling good, ready to kind of get back in the swing of things. Yesterday I still had like my wristband on. Um, oh. and everywhere I went, everyone was like, Oh my god, Taylor, Taylor. And I was like, Yes. And today I went out and I was like, Oh my god, like these people don't know that I was just at the Aero store. Like, how am I supposed to live knowing that every single person doesn't know that I was just at Taylor Swift? I just want to talk about it with everyone. But so, so you, did you get two different bands like did you get a second one going into the second night yes and I was with my friend Robbie who like I said last episode you guys are gonna hear me talk about him all the time and he's like a concert expert like music is his thing and he told me keep the plastic part that you rip out put it back in yes so now I have them and they're not blinking and he was like you he was like now they'll last for like ever and I was like oh my god so I did that, but then for the second night to be on the floor, you got like a floor access band just so they knew like no one could just walk out there. Right. Um, so I had that and it's a Taylor Swift concert. And so I was wearing that around everywhere and everyone was like, oh my God. And I was like, I'm never going to take it off. And I showered and it got soggy and I was like, I have to. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was a, I only went one night, obviously, but it was such an experience like and I'm like not even saying that when I say this is the best concert that I've ever attended the production value of this show was astronomical like I was like every single time something happened I was like oh my god and like I knew most of things that were going to happen because I've been seeing TikToks and like videos from other shows and she's basically doing the same thing over and over again but oh my god like seeing it in real life I was like, this is absolutely insane. It was just absolutely insane. No, it was like severely overwhelming. Like, I, like just like being in her presence. I, I don't know. Like I like kept, like, I was like, oh my God, like she's right there. Like yeah. it was insane. And I think she did such a good job. The production quality, amazing. This woman was put on this earth to perform. Like, Absolutely. like she's one of those very few, like Lady Gaga, Beyonce, like there is a difference in singers and performers. Absolutely. Like, so many people can sing well, but like for, for this small group of like, um, artists to be able to perform the way that she does, like it, it's, it took my breath away and like the way it was such a big stage and obviously such a big, I mean, it's the stadium tour. Like these are such big arenas. Yeah. And the way she like looks everywhere and like make sure that every part of the audience like feels included. Like I was just like, you are amazing. Like amazing, amazing. And I and I think it's so funny now. Like there's this meme now with her yelling at the security guard, and like we were there. Yes. I did not know it was. I don't know about you, but you were on the other side of that. But I did not know what was going on until I looked on TikTok afterwards. I had no idea, and that happened so. I was, that was the night I was on the floor and it was the complete opposite side of the stage. So like, I had no idea what was going on and it was during bad blood. Yeah. So we were sitting there and we made friends with the people behind us and the people in front of us. And we all heard her yelling and we like all looked at each other and we were like, oh, it's bad blood. Like she's just doing a skit. That's what I thought. I thought she was like ad-libbing the song. Yes, Cause she one yelled in tune, fit it perfectly into like the breaks of the song. I was like, Oh, like she's just like doing something for bad blood. But I thought it was weird because I was there the night before and that obviously didn't happen. So I was like, "Hmm, like interesting. And then I saw all the videos after and TikTok, the algorithm 
It's such a beautiful thing. So you saw the video of like the actual girl? Yes. Oh my God. I saw up to the point, I saw a video of the security guard literally getting escorted out of. Yeah. I was like this. And like, it happened in like bits and pieces. Like I found out that something actually happened. Then I found out what happened. Then I heard from the girl and then I saw the video of the security guard. I was like, oh my God, now I have full picture. I know. it's It was crazy though. Cause I even like, like when she, when I heard her say like, hey, stop. I was like, huh? And I yeah. was crazy cause she was like leaning over the stage and I was like, I don't really know what's going on. And like, yeah, I didn't have, I like could not see her at that point. At, yeah, like, on the, yeah. You had the view of like, we were like, what the hell is going on? I have to say though, so like obviously you were down on the same night that we were there, obviously Saturday, you were down on the floor. I was on the mezzanine, but I was the first row on the mezzanine. So like I had like full bird's eye view of everything. And I was trying, we were trying to text each other during this and it just was non-existent. I was gonna tell I have to tell you, I saw you. I found you in the crowd. You were walking towards your seat because I knew that section 13 was to the left of me because I saw the little 13. And as a joke, I was with Erin and I was like, hey, if you see a girl with a jersey on with the number zero, like that's Jordan. And she went, is that her? And we looked down and we saw you walking. I saw your little black skirt. I saw your DeAndre Swift jersey and then I saw your hair down. I was like, that's that's her. Like that's Jordan. And I was like, she definitely can't see or hear me so I'm not gonna yell for her but I was like I found her I found her I texted you and I was like bitch I see you and then you were like I'm in the bathroom and I was like I sent this text like 20 minutes ago I was so confused because I was looking up for you when I tell you like my boyfriend thought I was dead because (laughs) I got we like uh so I saw the opening acts the first night I was there so the second night me and Robbie were like we're just gonna take our time like and especially sure. because the first night we were in a suite. So we had bathrooms, food, drinks, like there for free. Like it was the most one, like I love having rich friends because that was <laughs> the nuttiest experience of my entire life. Like Wild. I literally am making his dad a basket of like wine, cheese and crackers. Cause I was like, you gifted me like the best experience ever. And it was like, it was just insane. So I was so grateful for that. But yeah, so we were in the suite and the next night we were like, okay, we're going to be on the floor. Like we don't want to go to the bathroom during the show. Yeah. So we went and got drinks and like, I got a hot dog, some pretzels and popcorn just to like put under my seat. So we didn't have to move throughout the whole thing. So we were getting down. But at that point, when you te- when the text did come through, I was in the bathroom. So I was like, what do you mean you've seen me? Yeah. But then I got on the floor. So we probably got down there at like 6.45-ish and the show starts. I can't remember what time it actually started, but like between 7.45 and 8. So I got down there at 6.45, did not leave my floor seats until it was over. So like 11.30, 11.45. I did not have service until I got into the parking lot at like midnight. Like yeah. my phone literally at the top said SOS. SOS, like, yeah. Yeah. I was like, oh my God. So I literally, I just put it in airplane mode. I didn't talk to a Same. single person the entire Same. concert. Um, I also was like, oh, I'm not going to record. Um, I could not help it because. It, I mean, like, when you're there in those seats, it's hard not to do that. Right. I'm going to pull one up. I don't know if we're going to be able to like see it. Um, but it was like, I, I was like incomplete, you know, like how intense something has to me has to be for me to like be quiet um and I was just sitting there like in awe and I was like oh like I sent a video to my dad because my dad roasted me when he found out how much I spent on floor seats um and I was like I didn't ask you for the money like I did this all by my big girl self don't judge me and then I sent him the videos and I was like this was worth every single penny absolutely 100% I literally was my my parents were like oh I want to see your videos and I took a couple of videos because I was trying to be more like in the moment and all of my videos are just it's just me screaming at the top of my lungs and like oh just like are we kidding stunning stunning I was oh my god the first night I was really really good about being the same thing I put my phone on airplane mode on and off just to save battery but I was really good about being in the moment. Like I didn't take a, like barely any videos the first night. And then the second night I was like, I literally can't help it. Yeah, no, I, 
I knew the fact though that it's like I only wanted to record it for certain songs mm -hmm. because also like I'm up high like she's far away these aren't gonna be good videos but like if you're down in the front like it's worth it to take those pictures and videos because they're worth it yes and like I was telling myself I was like there's no way I'm gonna be able to like be calm and I was like there are so many videos on TikTok like I don't need my own that's video. what I was thinking too yeah and then I was there and I was like, fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> I recorded the whole thing. <laughs> yeah, no. And I mean, also, if you've gone to two shows, you know, you had like the opportunity to like sit and watch and then also record and like all this stuff. But yeah, I, know, I literally I always say, I'm like, when am I ever going to sit down and rewatch my concert videos? Never. But like now I have them. You never know. Yes. And I need to be happy again. And I just have to watch. Them. I like it. Like, I don't even know why. Just like when things come up in my memories and I'm like, oh my God, it's been one year since Taylor Swift. Like, I just like that. Yeah, me too. Like, I agree. I had people in the comment section on TikTok be like, what show did you prefer better? Yeah. And I was like, there are so many pros and cons. Because obviously, like, being on the floor, you're so close. Like, you do get to see her. But, like, also, you don't get the full picture of Fair. the concert. Like, like I said, the bad blood, she was on the other side of the stage. I didn't, like, there were moments where I was like, I don't even know where she is. And I was looking up at the big screen. But, like, when she was close, like, right there, it was, like, unreal. Yeah. But then, like, she does such a good job. Like, the performance and, like, the production to her tours the stage like every detail is so beautiful so when you're not like like 100 level and up like you get to see all of that yeah and yeah. I was missing like I missed the water when she dives into the oh. stage like there's so much that you don't get to see from that angle so I was like I'm glad I got to experience both because there were such pros and cons to both but I was like I couldn't pick like and obviously just being there like when people say there's no bad seat there really is no bad seat. I looked at every, like I was watching everyone's Instagram stories, every Snapchat, like everything. And even the people with an obstructed view, like in that corner, you could still see the whole walkout. I was like, like, it's just amazing. I can't get over it. Yeah, no, it was the, when she dives into like, for those that don't know, the stage had a lot of like hidden compartments that would drop down that she would either go up or down on, or she'd go into change or whatever. And yeah. Basically, after the surprise songs, she they, it looks like there's like a shore on the big walkout and all this water. And she jumps into one of the holes like she dives and it makes it look like a splash. And then it looks like she's swimming up the catwalk. I literally was like, this is the most beautiful thing I've ever seen. Like, I, it was unreal how beautiful some of it was. No, I couldn't get over it. And like, oh, just like the costumes, like ever her dancers, like their dancers were so good. They were amazing. Like high, high, high praise for those people. Like, and to do that every night, like, or not every night, but like every weekend, basically, like it's, it's intense and it's, they do so good every time. It's, oh my God. What was your like favorite era? Like, as a whole, like, if you were to, to pick one of those, like, sections of her albums, which one was your favorite? It's so hard because, like, literally the whole thing. I know. Up. It's but so I, hard to choose. I didn't get to go to the Reputation Stadium tour. I went to 1989 Red and... Um, Speak now. Yes, thank you. I started in 1989 when I should have started the other way. But so I went to those three. I didn't get to go to Reputation. So the Reputation set list and the like everything that went into Reputation and just the vibes and like the, it, the stadium just felt like electrified. That was when everyone was like, I am the baddest bitch that ever yeah. lived. Everyone had that energy. So I honestly would say Reputation for that. But I also want to give credit to folklore. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. Like it was, it was the most like emotional, just like beautiful, like storytelling. It was everything. If she ever did just like a folklore set list, I would be like first in line. Because yes. like, well, again, the whole show was absolutely beautiful in every way, shape and form. The second that she started with folklore, I was like, this is going to change the course of my life right now. Yes. And it, cause it's like, 
all the songs she sang. And then she just, what was also really great was that like, she didn't sing full songs. Like she didn't sing the full song of illicit affairs, but she sang the bridge. And that's the most important part for us to hear live. You know what I mean? Like it was when she started transitioning into that. And I was like, Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. And the, the, the beachiness of it i mean that's also like my vibe i'm very like beachy and blues and water and like that's that's like totally like everything i love so the fact that everything was like that on the screen i was like this is the most beautiful thing i've ever seen in my life it was so gorgeous it was it was really really just something spectacular and my mom even said because like she obviously has like like shake it off and we are never ever getting back together like those are more like poppy and like they got so overplayed on the radio that there are songs that I rarely listen to on my own just because they did get so overplayed hearing them live different oh my god and now I'm like obsessed with them now because I don't know what it was and like I heard we're never ever getting back together on the red tour but I don't know there was something that like shifted in me and I was just like these like go unnecessarily I was crying are you ready for this so obviously night, the first night I was there, cried the moment the countdown started. Yeah. The majority of the show. Like I it was just like I like cried leading up to reputation. It stopped for reputation and then I continued to cry after. Um <laughs> I just like couldn't stop. And the, so the second night I was like, all right, I think I got my emotions out. Like I, I don't think I'm gonna cry. I started crying during you need to calm down. <laughs> and I was like, what is happening to the, me? Like, like literal least emotional song. No, it like really is. But just like the whole stadium, like she never made anybody less gay. I was yeah. like, oh. I yeah. was like, this is so beautiful. Like, yeah. and I don't know every, like every worker minus the one security guard that got escorted out. Every person that I like the concession people, the security, the the parking people, everyone was so nice. Did you have that experience? I did because so first of all, when we got our tickets, like they were transferred to us. And then I think that the people that we got these tickets from were Eagles fans. So they had like a J lot, like parking pass something a lot like that's what we anticipated it was so we pulled up to the j lot and we showed it to the guy and the guy was like yeah this is not a parking pass and we were like what like we didn't like we don't have any other like preparation like anything and he was like no like you can't like i don't know what this is but like you can't park here and we were like okay and then the guy was just like listen there's this parking lot right across the street. I'm going to stop traffic so that you guys can get over and you guys can pull in there. It's $35 to park. It was right in front of the Wells Fargo like center or whatever. And yeah, so we pulled in there and he was just like, don't worry. Like you can just pay with your credit card, just pay at the thing and they'll let you in. And I was like, I got so nervous that we were going to have to like park and freaking, you know, yeah who knows and I was like oh my god like what are we and it was so nice and then when we got inside I was like I need to eat something because if I don't eat something like it's gonna be not good and first of all I was like I got so excited the fact that I saw Chickies and Pete's and I was like I know that place (laughs) and I was like yeah I was like I am like fully immersed somehow in like Philly and like Eagles things without without being at all affiliated with any of it except through you which is so funny but I walked up and I was just like can I please have a hot dog and some french fries and she was like yeah and then I got the the crab right there crab yes yes with the old bay on it and I was like yes did you love them and she was so yeah oh I do I mean they're they're so good but yeah and the lady was so nice she was like of course you can and I was like thank you I just need my hot dog Wait, I forgot. This is like a major story that I completely forgot to tell you from oh, night yeah. one. Share. I cannot believe I haven't told you this yet. Um, all right. So night one, we had the most perfect night. Um, so like I said, I got suite tickets from mm-hmm. my friend's dad who works for TD Bank and they just have a suite. So obviously they like diverse or dispersed tickets out like evenly through the people so like everyone could bring their kids Robbie's dad just gave us all of them so we could bring our sisters and everyone and so we literally but with the suite comes a parking pass to one of the lots so we pull into the lot we take some pictures we do some tiktoks we go from the lot 
up the escalator and into the suite. And we were in the suite the entire night, did not leave. Everything was there. So we have perfect night, whatever. Everything's great. We're leaving. <laughs> You're not ready. Oh, You're, we're leaving. We get back down to the car. Oh no. Robbie puts his hand in his pocket and goes, my car key's not in here. And we said, what do you mean it's not in there? And Robbie's diabetics and he has a pump. So we said, I know I put my key in with my pump so I could feel them both. Like they would just both be in the same place. Right. We're like, okay. And our friend Marissa was like, no, I saw you lock your car and put it in there. So like, I know you did. Yeah. So we were like, all right, we didn't go anywhere else. So it must be up in the suite. When I tell you the entire Lincoln financial field is evacuating and we are trying to go back in, we get up. And they tried to stop us like, no, like we're exiting everyone. You have to stay out. And so we explained to them and they're like, oh my God, yeah, go up again. The nicest. So, kind. Yeah. so they're like, oh my God, no big deal. Go up, go up. So we go up, we look, he is not in the suite. We like looked in every crevice. So we were like, oh my God. So then we went back to security and we were like, hey, my friend lost his car key. We have no way to get home. And they were like, go check guest services. So we go to guest services, nothing. Now it's like, and we looked outside and it was standstill traffic. So like, we were like, we're not in a rush, yeah. um, but we just like, we're starting to get a little nervous. So I'm trying to call locksmiths again. Every time I'm calling, my call is failing. Like I could not, like no one could hear me. The call would just end. And I was like, oh my God. Um, so we're freaking out. And then Robbie's car is in one of the lots. So he's like, I, cause at this point we were like, we'll just Uber and deal with it tomorrow. But right. then he's like, what if my car gets ticketed or towed? And then I have to buy a new car key on top. So we were just like overwhelmed. Oh, so we go back to the car again. This just goes back to how freaking nice every single person at Lincoln financial field was. I see a man in like an orange parking um, shirt. So I go up and I explain to him the situation and he goes, Oh my God, no big deal. Takes a picture of Robbie's car, texts his license plate number to like the parking security and was like, do not do anything with this car. They lost their key. They're going to Uber home. Um, and they'll come back tomorrow. And then we told him, um, yeah, like we're actually coming back for the show tomorrow. And he was like, Oh my God, then you guys have free parking for tomorrow. He was like, Oh my God. He goes, your car's in the lot. I'm not going to say anything. And I was like, oh my God. And long story short, after I just told the whole story, Robbie, we uh, got his car towed to the car dealership. Cost so you found it. What? You never found, found it. it. We have no idea where the key went. Never showed up. Um, but we got the car towed and the dealership never gave him a spare. So they printed him a key for free. So like- God bless. Literally, like it was- like so unfortunate that it happened but like for a shitty situation it ended up working out completely fine um and yeah and it was all okay but like there was a moment of like oh no and like our spirits were so high from the concert that like no one wanted to be negative so we were like it's gonna be fine and like it really was fine we called an uber i drove us back the next day like no big deal what was the um the ubering like because there was a like when when we first of all it didn't really take us that long to get home it took us 30 minutes just to get out of the parking lot oh, like yeah. that was the worst of the worst but there were like people just like on the side of the road and like this and that and i'm like how are these people getting home like how was the ubering home because i feel like it would have been disastrous no i think it it, it wasn't awful honestly really? and i think because we were at this point it was like 45 minutes post concert because we were running around so much and there was still like we sat in the uber for another 20 25 minutes just to like get onto the bridge and once we got onto the bridge smooth sailing back to jersey but um no it was expensive it was like a 120 uber but there was five of us so i was like i'll put it on my card we just split it um so really like it wasn't that bad and finding him so i ordered the uber and it said like six minutes away Immediately he calls me and he was like, I'm in standstill traffic, but I'm right out front of Xfinity live. If you guys don't mind, you can just walk, meet me, get in the car and then we'll just sit. And I was like, perfect. So that's what we did. Um, and it ended up being fine, but I don't know, like, I can't even imagine like when concert just ends, if you leave and are trying to find an Uber, I can't even imagine what it would have been like, because like I said, this was like at minimum of a half hour out. I think it was closer to like 45 minutes. 
Yeah. Oh my God. It was crazy. And there was still standstill traffic. The second night, because we had the car already in the parking lot, um, when we were trying to leave, we were stuck in the parking lot for an hour of like nothing, no movement, like just waiting. Yeah. The thing was that when we were parked in that that lot that that man so graciously told us to pull into um we literally just had to get out and then we did like a little loop and we got right on 95 like it was right there so i was like we just have to get out i cannot stress enough how much people do not know how to drive when they're in a parking lot it's like all education of how you were taught how to drive just completely goes out the window oh my god it was so scary People are literally no one's looking. Everybody is just like free for alling, free for alling, and it was, just, <laughs> it was just insane. And Erin is the sweetest person you'll ever meet, but she has major road rage. So, <laughs> and we're in the car, and this person like there was like a line of cars like trying to get out, and we were all trying to merge together to leave. Mm-hmm. And this person gets out of the line and like speeds up to like cut basically everyone off and Aaron just freaking she goes no fuck you fuck you and just starts screaming and she was like you didn't even fucking look she's screaming and I'm literally sitting there we bought a whole thing of snacks to like eat in the car because we knew we we're gonna be hungry I just have this big bag of chips on my thing and I'm just like and <laughs> she's just screaming and then she was like give me a chip and I was like here you go. <laughs> That's what me and Robbie were in the car. We did not like when I tell you the only thing we brought I had going into the concert. I had my phone and I had my ID and, and my card in the back of my phone case. And that was the only thing I walked in with. And in our cars, like we, we brought nothing. Oh, um, no. so we're in my car And in our parking lot, I, I don't know how, but like the back half of the parking lot was like empty. So everyone you just see, like there were two lines forming that like met here and it was like they merged. But then because this whole section was empty, all of a sudden people just started filling that in. So all of a sudden there was now just like, it was like a legit pile up. And like yeah. then there were cars that like weren't even in one of those lines that were like in between two. And I'm sitting there in like my little Honda Civic and I was like, oh no, oh no. And there's like a, a Escalade next to like this. And it's a father driving and he keeps inching and yep. inching. And I literally looked out my window and I was like, please stop. Like you'll get there when you get there. I was like, you're scaring me. Like yeah. I'm calling at this father. And he's like, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Oh, it was just, it was mayhem. And, like, the amount of people and the lines trying to get into, like, oh, my God. It was just absolutely insane. I've, I don't think, and I've been to stadium tours. Like, I've been to MetLife. I've seen Taylor Swift at MetLife. But this, this was, like, a different breed. It really was. I also think that part of the issue was because it was a stadium a 70,000 people sold out crowd. And then there were 20,000 people outside of the stadium that couldn't get tickets. Yes. 20,000 people outside. So the first night there was about three to 4,000. Second night, there was 20. The third night, there was about 45, 50,000 people outside of Lincoln financial field, just dancing, drinking, listening to Taylor. What? How do those many people stay? Like, how do no, they do that? Literally, I need to pull it up. Like, I need to show you because, like, in the streets, in the parking yes. lots. No, Sam, it was like Holy literally shit. I don't know what should I search. Like, crowd outside. Uh, yeah, oh wait, maybe. literally, I did crowd out, and it said crowd outside Philly. Oh my! Oh. <gasps> Holy shit, I didn't was, even know. That's that was outside of our show. Oh my god. So it was a sold out crowd. She performed to a hundred thousand people easy. That's insane. Like, hello. And it went off. That's one side of the stadium. It was yeah, all- and then it wraps around. Like, oh my god. Insane. So that's, I think, played into traffic being so awful because, like, we were all trying to leave the parking lots, but, like, they were also leaving parking lots. Oh, my God. That's insane. I did not know that. 
I did not know that. No, and I thought, oh my God, no, I'm going to cry again thinking about it. During, you know how during Marjorie, everyone put their flashlights on? Yes. Oh my God, I just got chills just thinking about it. Right, right. Even the people outside put their flashlights on. And there was someone who must have been like on one of the corner seats where if she looked over, like you could see like a little group of the outside people. No, you're not ready. You're not ready. So she recorded them and she was like, oh my God, even the people outside had their flashlights on. And then someone commented on the TikTok and said, oh my God, you guys could see us with the crying emoji. And Sam, I will never recover. I'm never going to be the same. Literally when, and like, I knew that that was like an emotional song, like when she was going to sing it. So when she started singing it and like, it was like really beautiful to see like everything. And then at one point, I feel like she was like, you know, she was saying like, I feel like you're singing with me now. And I feel like at one point, like the wind picked up and I was literally like, oh my God, like the presence, the like, the atmosphere. I was like, I feel like this like it was it was just I can't even put into words how I felt after that and I was just like this is unreal it was was unreal and I saw some people like questioning why she was singing it and I get it that the song like is so personal to her but also it isn't like anyone that's ever lost someone absolutely for that song I literally like I still have both of my grandmothers right now and I still felt like insanely tied to that song like it's beautiful it really it really is and and then um her finally finally admitting to me that she is i have never felt that's my peak like i'm never gonna be this like that like I'm, i'm gonna get married one day i'm gonna have kids one day and i'm gonna be like I will never forget where I was when I was in my Eagle Stadium listening to Taylor Swift. Once she said, oh, my God, when my dad would watch Eagles games here, I was like, oh, oh my God. And then when she was like, guys, of course I'm from Philly. Like, of course it's about the team. Oh, my God. Like, I'm never going to be the same. That's all. These are my two favorite things in the history. Literally. Literally, like, there's two things that Jordan talks about the most in this world, and it's Taylor Swift and the Eagles. And now they are, like, completely overlapped and (laughs) it's insane it's insane and you know what else the after um champagne problems when everyone just started screaming and then she took her earphones out and we just kept getting louder and louder and louder I was literally like this is the most insane thing I've ever been a part of like (laughs) I've n- I don't think I've ever been surrounded by that much noise in my life. Yeah. Like ever. I saw so many kids like covering their ears and I was like, good, because I mean, it was, and then she just like giggles and she's like, I personally loved that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, could you imagine though, could you imagine standing on a stage and then all of these people are just co- like basically just like bringing themselves up to just cheer you on? Like, imagine how that feels. Also, imagine being her parents. Like, I... I don't even get me started on those people. They are just such (laughs) angels. They're so... Like, they created a absolute... First gem of a person. Talented, gorgeous, beautiful. Brilliant fantastic i we could go on we could go on and like they are just so like humble and down to earth and like obviously her her and her mother went through her the whole thing with when she was sick and like uh, it's just uh no it's uh, it like in videos of her dad recording on his phone like is if you don't need to do that no wait speaking of speaking of this is like so related but so unrelated i saw a tiktok the other day of an mlb player i can't remember what team it was but his mom he was going up to bat and his mom was like a couple rows behind home plate and she's filming and he goes up and he goes mom there are people that are gonna do that you don't have to and she goes but I have my phone. Yeah. It was the cutest thing I've ever seen. And it reminds me like of like Scott and Andrea just being like, Oh my God. And then Andrew's just like singing along. I'm like, (laughs) so just all around 
Uh, 10 out of 10 experience. I just found out that there's a Capital One Cafe in Manhattan that apparently if you go there, um, like, the next couple of days, you can enter for a chance to win tickets to the MetLife shows. Like, I don't know. I think it's today for, like, the next three days. So, like, you go to the, like, Capital One Cafe and, like, try to get tickets to the MetLife shows. Um, all right. I'm going to Manhattan tomorrow. No, um, but I do, um, my sister who was with me for the first night, she is so far, like, she doesn't really get, like, obsessed with, like, anything. Like, it's very rare for her. Um, I don't know. She has, like, hyper fixations, but she's not a big, like, fan. Like, I'm a fangirl. Like, if I love something, I get, like, my whole life revolves around it. She's very, like, I like things and I like this, but, like, not obsessive. And when I tell you, like, obviously she wanted to go to, she grew up with Taylor Swift, loves Taylor Swift, wanted to go to the concert and we left and she literally looked at me and she was like, that was the best thing I've, she's like, I need to see it again. She was like, I I, like it, like I saw it in her eyes and I was like, sis, I know. Like I saw that moment for her and like, that just made me like crazy. I was like, that just shows. Cause like, obviously like me and you are huge fans. Me and Robbie, huge fans. Like we obviously we're going to be so obsessed, but to see even the people that like don't normally go crazy, go crazy. I was like, Oh my God. Yeah. The same thing with Erin. Like Erin is not a Swifty. Like she just happens to know Taylor Swift songs. And like, we went together. And the fact that like, there were times where she would just like, look over at me and she'd be like, what the fuck? Like, holy shit. And like, there were times where like, we were, we grabbed each other and like, I was like having my moments and she was just like there for me while I was like freaking out during this love because I got to hear this love live. And that's like the most insane thing in my, like insane. Um, And I just, I was like the fact that these people, like, again, like you said, aren't like huge Taylor Swift fans, but just that's, that's the effect that this tour is having is that people are literally having such an amazing time and an amazing experience that it's literally one of the best shows. I think that will ever, ever be. Oh, I have a feeling like our kids are going to be like, oh my God, were you at Eras? And I'm going to be like, like, I'm going to tell my kids, like I was at the Eras store. Like, it's like, it, like, it's going to be that kind of moment. I feel it. I feel it. That's why I like needed, I mean, we all, everyone needs to go to the show, but like, yeah. that's how like I needed to go to the show. It's like, I missed reputation. I didn't see speak now, you know, like I didn't get those opportunities to yeah. see that. And I'm like, if I'm going to see, if I don't even see Taylor Swift for the rest of my life, I will be happy that I at least saw her for this tour. Because it's like once in a lifetime type of tour, I think. No, it really is. And like, I don't. this feels so crazy, but like, I like miss her. Like, because she has yeah. such like, and it's so obviously like, she doesn't know us personally, like, obviously, but she just has such a deep connection with her fans and like the inside jokes that like the audience has with her while she's performing, like all yeah. this like, and she loves it. And she knows like even gold rush, like when she was like, I've seen the debate, like she listens to us and like, I don't know. It's just like, I feel like artists don't. The 22 hat kid. Yeah. Michael from TikTok who created the bejeweled dance was yeah. at our show. Like, that just goes to show, too. She saw this kid make a dance on TikTok, and she incorporated it into her choreography for the tour. She gave him the tickets. Like, she said, like, like she gave him the tickets. And then, obviously, when we found out that he was going, me and Robbie were like, he needs to get the 22 hat. Like, anyone in this audience, like, she's literally using his dance on stage. And then when she was giving him the hat, she literally did the... Could you imagine being so seen? I would feel so seen. Like, I was like, I'm done. I I finished. If I ever, ever in my life, like, meet her, I will, I will, I don't care what the circumstances are. I will not be able to play cool. Like, I will just lose. Also, also, did you see how many famous people were there this weekend? Was there really? I I mean, I knew Matt Healy was there, but that's about it. Matt, was there. Gigi Hadid, who's been there. Blake Lively, Ryan Reynolds. Uh, Jennifer Lawrence, Nicole Kidman, and Keith Urban. What? Oh, why did she not bring out Keith Urban? What the heck? Right, he was there night three. Oh my God, they should have seen that's when. Right? Hi! 
And that's when oh, fucking slapped so hard. Oh, cannot believe that. Yeah, but no. What was so funny was that I saw, like, the fact that they were, like, Matt Healy. Does he normally play with Phoebe Bridgers? I think that started, I don't know. I think she started opening in Nashville. But, yeah, like, whenever she started opening for Taylor, like, he just, like, plays with her. And it's so, like, you can tell her band, like, they each have a microphone. Like, they each have a spot. Like, he's just, like, up there in, in the skeleton outfit, just, like, vibing. Yeah. I mean, uh, we also didn't mention the fact that we got nothing new. Like, yeah. that was that was a moment. Like, not everybody gets nothing new. Right, right. That was, I was like, this is not happening. Like, she's just talking about Phoebe Bridgers. Like, this isn't happening. This isn't happening. And she was like, I'm going to bring her out. And I was like, no, you're not. No, you're not. We're not getting nothing new right now. That's not happening. <laughs> and then it happened. It went from nothing new into the all-too-well 10-minute version. I was like... Yeah. How do you expect me to live after this? Yes. Oh, just. I will say, both nights I could not help myself. Shay, other than all too well, all too well is like ob- it's it's the Rolling Stone literally named it like the best song of this decade. Like yeah, it is on nice. a whole nother tier. It is a masterpiece. Yeah. But like other than all too well, my favorite 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 Taylor Swift song ever is Champagne Problems, just yes. because like. The, the time it came out, I connected like so, so intensely to it. And I literally was like, this fucking bitch wrote this for me. Yeah. Um, so I have like, this, like, and it's just a beautiful, beautiful song. And I was so, I remember when it came out, I was like, oh my God, I want to curse with Taylor Swift. Like I want to curse while she's singing this live. I want to be there. And the second, the second the piano started, it was like, because I cried throughout the show. This was another level. This was like hyper like tears like when I was saying she fucked in the head like hyperventilating ugly crying and I was like okay I got that out and then I was like night two I'm gonna be fine no it was just as bad it's just like I don't know it's just like the presence of her being there and like hearing it live I was like oh my god it was just so beautiful and the screen was beautiful and the stage was beautiful and she was beautiful and everything was just beautiful and I just, I'm just very thankful that I got to be a part of that and see it. I could have been like last row, like all the way up in the nosebleeds, and I would have been like thankful that I am here. Yeah, no, I am because I know there are so many people that like would do anything, like, and just unfortunately, Ticketmaster freaking sucks. Didn't yeah. plan it well. I also just think demand was too high. Um, so I know there are so many people that like didn't get to experience it. And I'm just so grateful because I mean, I, it was just, uh, it's just like, I'm so thankful. That's all I have to say. I'm so thankful. Yeah. Yeah. I think we could just like keep going on and on. We've talked for about 45 minutes about the earth tour. We also like, we have not had conversation yet. Like no. this is our first time talking to each other about this, which is why we're kind of. This is our if you expected anything else in this episode, I am so sorry. You are literally getting nothing. Yeah. It, it, this is a full Eras Tour recap. Yeah. Yeah, it really or, is. Or, hold on, hold on. Not a full. I mean, it's still going to be Taylor Swift. But did you see all the videos today that she threw a party in New York City yesterday that is giving strong, I'm re-releasing 1989 very, 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 very soon? <laughs> Do you want to hear that. my what i've learned yes okay so right before philly um remember those pictures dropped of her and maddie healy out in yes. new york and they were like holding hands they were on like that rooftop bar restaurant. jack yes mm-hmm. so you know how for the heirs tour she had one i did my nails sparkly midnights for they're beautiful thank you but she for the tour she paints her nails each nail a different era um, when she was out with Maddie Healy and Jack in New York right before Eras tour, her nails were a 1989 powder blue. And I was like, okay, interesting. Pop off queen. Yeah. Um, then she throws this party in New York after just wrapping up in Philly. Uh, Kendrick Lamar was there. She was wearing an NYU um, yeah. crew neck with like a skirt and like 
sneakers or flats, something like the whole vibe was giving 1989. Also, there was this whole theory that like Matt, Maddie was carrying around like a keyboard in this Louis Vuitton bag. Okay. It was like very detailed. I don't know if he was, but like if he was, apparently that's like the same kind of sound that like 1989 would have. So like there's so much pointing to 1989. And also this time last year, she dropped Speak Now in 1989 merch on the same day, like at the same time. So I I still think Speak Now is going to have its moment, but I do think we are getting a 1989 announcement super soon. And it's going to come out like a couple months after Speak Now. I mean, just the fact that we've gotten Wildest Dreams and This Love Taylor's version without even getting the album yet is just goes like it's done. It's ready to go. It's just whether... Yes whether when we're gonna get it yeah they're they're all finished it's just a matter of when we're gonna get them yes and i know like at first i was so confused i was like just drop them but now i've learned like there's so much that goes into like with the grammys and the awards like certain things have to come out so like i understand how she's trying to like map it because i'm sure she wants midnights to be eligible for all awards and i don't know what category i don't know if speak now will be this year or next year i'm not that educated in like the dates but i'm sure like she wants midnights like she wants to make sure that has its moment um and then i think the other re-recordings but i also think that we're gonna get at least the dates or announcements for all the i guess i should say the three remaining um before the tour is over because then i think she's gonna close the door on like eras gotcha that's my theory i mean i'm down to hear all theories because i love speculating but (laughs) i also just think like we i don't think our brains will be able to process if we get all of them either at the same time or back to back or like things like, like i i just just when fearless came out i was like all right i don't want anything else because i i just want to focus on fearless and then eventually red came out and i was like okay that was a good substantial amount of time for me to now transition to red to like you know what i mean like because it does come out with new songs and like you want to like bask in them for a second but if you get too many songs it's like how do you how do you process you know so i think i think um speak now is going to have oh no speak now is going to have six i think 1989 is going to have oh wait no wait what one was it there was one album where there was like so many vault tracks and it was one I can't remember. Maybe it was Reputation, but there was one that had like so many, and I was like, oh "My God, not ball tracks, but just like songs that like didn't make the album." And obviously, we're not going to get all of them, but like, yeah. I don't know. I think you're right. I think it would be way too overwhelming to get them. Yeah, all. like it's like, how do you? What do you focus on? How do you distinguish? I think that it's. I would rather have it all spaced out too, because yeah. it just makes me process my emotions better. Wait, do you want to hear something so embarrassing? Of course. I always want to hear something so embarrassing. <laughs> I looked at my, my um, like Apple, re- I'm an Apple music person. So I looked at my Apple, uh, good. Um, I looked at my Apple uh, replay for so far for this year. Of my, This is just like my top 10 songs that I've listened to. Um, the top nine are all from Midnight's. Yeah. And then I have one Morgan Wallen at number 10. And then it goes into all Taylor again. I was like, oh my God. So like, I need to like like expand my music taste just a little bit. Like she's literally all I listen to. Well, what's funny was that like on I think it was Friday, I was like, okay, like I'm in full Taylor mode. I'm gonna see Taylor tomorrow and like all this stuff. And then the Jonas Brothers released their album on Friday. And I was like, <sighs> I do not have the mental capacity to listen to this right now. Like I cannot. And I listened to it once just fully through. And I was like, all right, this is vibey. It's very summery, very vibey. I really like it. And then today, actually, like I listened to it like twice fully through. And I was like, okay, now I can start focusing in on different things now that the show is over and I can like kind of get a vibe for things because I was just listening to Taylor Swift for a very long time. And, but there are a lot, of good music out there like I have just like other like let me tell you and I know I've talked to you about this the SZA album that came out like was that earlier this year I don't even remember when it came out that is a work of art 
and like it is just so good so if you're ready to start finding different music i would start with the SZA album it is just so good i love listening to it i love listening to it in order it's just it's just good it's just good music it's a vibe and she puts out like different types too it's just there's so many things but yes i've been full in on taylor for weeks now and i'm like okay i need to listen to something else because i'm gonna get sick of it and i don't want to get sick of it so like i just like oh i'm no i'm like actually well also i saw imagine imagine if freaking joe jonas and sophie go to the era store and then taylor's because you know how she was like oh i got this request like i'm gonna play this request for her surprise song imagine she's like oh i got this request for my friend sophie and it's mr perfectly mr. fine perfectly fine <laughs> She would do that too. Like Sophie Turner, when that song came out, she was just like, "You piece of shit." She's like, "This is." She's like, "I don't care. This is a bop." Literally, her husband and the father of her children. She was like, "Wow, screw you, Taylor Swift forever." And I was like, "That is such a vibe. It's no, such a vibe." Joe Jonas at at this point, not when they first broke up. Now, Joe Jonas, sacred ex. Taylor Lautner will always be a sacred ex. Did you see the the interview? Like someone, <laughs> someone like asked him. They were like, "How are you feeling about Speak Now coming out?" Because obviously, Back to December is all about Taylor Lautner. And the interviewer was like, "Oh, we'll just move on to the next question." He's like, "No, no." He's like, "I'm really excited. It's great. Like, and the song about me is really nice. Like, not too many people get nice songs." And I was yes. like, "Yes, Taylor. Yes." I it think was it's so nice. Funny. I, I also think it's so funny that he ended up marrying, marrying a Taylor. Yes. It's Mr. and Mrs. Taylor and Taylor Lawner. Freaking amazing. Yeah. Um, no, we, we love, I, I would love, I would probably cry if she brought out like Joe Jonas or the Jonas Brothers for, uh, what was the song they sang together originally? I should have said no. Have you yes. seen that clip? Yes. Oh my God. If they came out and sang that with her, I would simply just be like, I should no longer be living this. I can't believe I missed this. This is terrible. Well, all right. Before this will be our final closing thoughts before we log off, not Taylor Swift related, but hardcore music fangirl related. Do you think you're getting a one direction? Um, I think Lucy Harry sang. <laughs> <sighs> Let me tell you, I am a what before. I mean, I used to love Taylor Swift growing up. I went to Fearless. I went to Red. Oh, One Direction. I'm wearing a Harry Styles shirt right now. I don't know if you could tell, but it says dip you in honey so I could be sticking to you, which is Harry Styles' song Daylight. I loved One Direction. Like I was like that kid in school. Like people were like, oh, it's One Direction related. Go ask Sam. Like go at like I was so deep into it. I was like a Tumblr queen. One <laughs> Direction, you have no idea. Like the way like I love Taylor Swift, but I feel like you are much deeper into Taylor Swift than I am. That's how I was about. One See, we're flipped because I loved One Direction, saw them in concert, like listened to them, but I wasn't like crazy in the fandom. I was. I was hardcore. <laughs> yeah, totally hardcore into it. I used to I used to own a shirt that said I ship Larry Stylinson on it and I would like wear it out in public like a crazy person because I was so sold on the fact that Harry Styles and Louis Tomlinson were dating. So like that's how deep I was. I still think there was something. There were definitely a hundred percent something there. I mean, we I could I could get into this, but we have already oh, been talking for an hour. So we might need to we might need to come back around to to One Direction chat next week because <laughs> I could go on, but. There has been times where everybody's following each other again. Liam just came out and said that they just started a new group chat. All five of them, including Zane, Like, they are, like, and, like, they keep asking, like, oh, are you getting a reunion going? And Liam's, Liam's, like, the one with the loose lips. Like, he's just, like, he would be, like, sure, and everybody would lose their shit. But he was just, like, yeah, we started a new group chat. And we were, like, what? What do you mean you started a new group chat? That's, like, Harry at his concert ever he sang stockholm syndrome which is so what and Wait, like a, all of their all of their siblings like louis sisters um harry's sister everybody's sister is posting you know the guy with the sign the instagram yeah. he posted like i we want a one direction reunion they're all reposting that on their stories 
I don't know what's about to happen. I don't know what's coming, but something is coming. And when it does, I am literally going to lose my shit. I don't know if they're going to release new music as One Direction, but I feel like they may do like a One Direction, like reunion, like an era's tour, but for One Direction. If they did that, that's when I would spend $750 on floor seats. That's when I would do that. I would not miss that for the entire freaking world. I saw One Direction twice and both times was when Five Seconds of Summer opened up for them, which is a big deal. I have that freaking millennial hall pass. You love Five Seconds of Summer as well. I love Five Seconds of Summer. I'm seeing them in August at Madison Square Garden. I've seen Five Seconds. Believe it or not, Five Seconds of Summer, I've seen the most out of any artist. I think this is going to be my sixth time seeing them. So like I adore Five Seconds of Summer. They are wonderful. But One Direction and Five Seconds of Summer opening up for them was like an elite time to be a teenager and I saw them both times at MetLife Stadium one no one was at MetLife one was at Hershey oh my god just I I I can't even put into words how I would feel if One Direction came back together because again we were supposed to that happened they broke up I was in college and I was like oh god like this is not good like it was I was literally unwell and the fact that it was supposed to be 18 months and that was back when i was in college it's been years i'm dying it's been years i feel like they needed the break though and it does like the way that i don't know this is just the first time that i've seen them all like even just like talking about one direction and talking about each other like I don't know. I feel like there's enough. And this is from a crazy Swifty that speculates and falls into every theory for One Direction. I feel like there's enough Easter eggs that something I don't maybe it'll be like a a Jonas Brothers thing where they do a couple nights, but like something is coming like they're they're going to do something. And I'm going to lose my freaking mind. And I'm I'm on One Direction TikTok, too. So I get like all the inside scoops on everything because I need to know. Oh my God! On Harry would... TikTok, Harry Styles. I just saw Harry Styles at his New York City residency last summer, which was amazing. Um, I've been dying to see. Now I'm a Nile girl. Okay. I've Post always Spencer, been a Nile. So Spencer. Always been a Nile girl. Hard. He's coming out with a new album like this. I think next month, and I'm like waiting for him to announce that he's going on tour. Like, so if they came together and sang One Direction songs again. Anytime Harry Styles comes out and sings One Direction songs, I'm like, something's happening. Yeah. And then nothing happens. But that would be, the hole in my heart would be filled. There's a little, there's a tiny little hole missing. And it's the One Direction hiatus. And one day it'll get filled again. And hopefully that time is soon. I am like rooting for it for you at this point. Because like, I would love it. Like I would love it. But like, you need it. I and I want it. it for you. Thank you. Thank you. No, I, that would be, again, saw One Direction concerts were so much fun. Like, it was just a bunch of girls just jumping around, screaming, losing their minds. And then there's, talk about eras. They went through eras, too. And my yeah. favorite era was was the frat boy era, when they all wore backwards snapbacks and, like, muscle tees. And they were just tan and, like, hot and oh god what was the second album the second album yeah it was first was album black and white take, one? Me home. take me home take me was that the black and white with the red yeah yeah no. oh what's that that's midnight memories that that's like my... their third album okay that was my favorite it's a phenomenal album okay no yeah take me home was the one with the um with the telephone pole the telephone okay. box yes and then midnight memories is black and white and then four and then made in the am so there's five albums little black dress was on midnight, midnight memories. memories yeah no that song that was in like my top 20 songs of last year I, I, like i said like i was a fan of one direction but not like a soup like i i listened to them bangers yes that song still has like when i want to feel like a little slutty like i yeah. play the black dress and I'm like, I want a man to like seduce me in a little black dress. Like literally, people don't people don't know how seductive and disgusting One well, Direction they talk songs about sex are all the time. 
literally all they talk about is sex. It is the funniest thing but in the it's world. It's just in like a lighthearted, poppy sound, so it doesn't sound as dirty. Have you ever heard the song Temporary Fix? It's literally about how he's like, whenever you need me, like, I got you. Like, basically, booty call me whenever you need me because I would die for you kind of deal. We're going to end this episode and I'm going to go listen to it. Yeah. Oh, my God. And it goes so hard, too. Oh. And they're, 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 I could go on about the sexual innuendo. I think we need to bring back One Direction next week and have, like, a full-blown, like, discussion about it because... People I'm need gonna, to be educated. I'm gonna do research, and, and I'm I'm gonna be ready, and I'm so excited. Also, before we go, before we log off, I know people who maybe have been listening to all of the episodes. I got my engagement photos back, and they came out great. They we are so beautiful. We are so hyped. Like it was, and you guys know. Recap: I was 45 minutes late to the shoot. I was frazzled. It was horrible. I thought that yeah, all of them were gonna come out terrible. Me. They came out beautiful, and I am completely blessed to have a wonderful photographer. Like, God bless. No, when I tell you, I saw it come up on my Instagram, and my this was literally my reaction. Wait, I'll I'll give you a visual. Okay. <laughs> I was like, shut the fuck up. I literally have like a new background on my phone now, but I'll anybody who do- obviously doesn't follow me on Instagram, I'll just show you. This is my new favorite picture of me and my soon-to-be husband with these beautiful cherry blossom trees amazing exquisite oh my god well what an episode guys i promise we will stop talking about taylor swift eventually probably not but we're gonna try um and we also we have updated our social handles Uh finally there is some wait over here there is some unison find us on tiktok and Instagram at the unsolicited underscore podcast. Find us on Twitter at Sam Jordan. Make sure to give us a rating and a review on all streaming podcast platforms. Make sure to like this video and subscribe to us on YouTube. Check all boxes for us. We love you so much. And we'll be back next week. Bye, guys. <laughs>